0: Everyone's time. Okay, okay, let me just do this because. Yep. Okay, so welcome to everyone on the call today. We're still on module three. Um, this is a long module. So for those new in the universe, module three um is basically part of what we call the octopus program. Uh, the octopus program is a nine-module program that goes from module one to module nine into all the aspects of business um it's really for those of you who are circle of excellence members uh octopus is basically circle of excellence on steroids meaning we drill into much more detail so where you have a week in something in circle of excellence we've gone and created a whole module around that so if you're new in this universe and you want access to the octopus program as well just let me know and i'll give you access to that for free it's uh with compliments if you're a Circle of Excellence member. If you're an Octopus Stripe member, many of you here has been sitting with me on this for quite some time as well. Uh, We've been through a lot of the modules in Module 3, which is about products and services. So this module really is about how to create your blueprint, how to create products and services as an expression of your blueprint. And um, today really is about making your blueprint more practical. Now, I know many of you sitting on this call has already got a blueprint. Mm -hmm. You're happy with your blueprint. You're out there. You're selling products and services with the help of your blueprint. Some of you here has a blueprint, but you're still refining it. You're looking for inspiration and ideas and maybe something like a practical checklist to make sure that you've already covered all the areas. And some of you here are completely blueprint naked. You are virgins. You don't have a blueprint and you're like in the beginning of the process and you're going, can someone just explain to me what this is? And so the whole idea is to give you more insight into the blueprint here as well as part of the products and services process. So let's get going and look at what we're going to cover today. We're going to really touch on the design of your blueprint. So today is really more about You know, maybe you have a sketch, you have a concept, you have an idea, and you want to actually now go into the design phase. You want to turn it into something that's really attractive, something that's powerful that you can use out there in networking events or in boardrooms or wherever you want to use it, maybe on a keynote. So, today we're going to talk about, you know, understanding really the value of having a blueprint design for your business, your products and services, then what exactly to consider. And to incorporate into your blueprint design, I'm going to do a bit of a checklist here. And then also deeper insight into various types of blueprint designs. And I'm going to give you some examples. So this is really just to to flare up that brain. I know we've spoken so much about the blueprint. But uh, also, you know, ultimately, my goal is to have all of you having a stunning blueprint that you're proud of, that makes sense to you, so it makes sense to your clients. So in the process, just to show those of you who's not been in module three with us is here's the 12 step high end offer design process. So this process is developed in order for you to have a blueprint. So once you've been through all 12 steps, what should be popping out on the other side is a blueprint. You should have actually a blueprint that you can be proud of, but you have to go through step one, two, three, four, five. So in this process, we've went through step one, which is all about you. What do you actually want to do on a day-to-day basis? Step two, we ask, who are you designing this blueprint for? Step three, what's their big problem? Step four, we parked on why your essence need to be in your blueprint. And I'll talk about that a little bit today as well. Then we went into the solution. So what is the three-dimensional solution you're offering to clients and how can that express in the blueprint? Uh, Then step six, Uh, which was the last one we spoke about, the different strategies you need for your blueprint, what's your baseline, stretch, and grand slam. In other words, what baseline products do you need, what stretch products, and what grand slam. And today, we're parking a little bit on the actual design. I'm just going to stop here a little bit and go up so I can see exactly who's here. And I'm just moving a cursor up so I can read my own content. So uh, today on step seven, you can see there's the red arrow, this is where we are in the process. So if you've not been through this process with me, and this is all alien, I would really recommend that you go back, maybe go and listen to step one, step two, step three, step four, and um, just to conceptualize this whole blueprint idea for you. But today's a nice summary. And so today's really a good opportunity for us to uh, recalibrate and, and bring a lot of the stuff we've done through step one all the way to step six together. So we're there where you can see the red underlined in the blueprint design section. This is the part of the blueprint where people are starting to look at symbolism and who's going to be my designer and what what name am I going to give my blueprint. So all those details are actually starting to come in. So I just want to park again a little bit on the value of a blueprint because a blueprint is so much more than what people uh, give you credit for. Now, a blueprint really is... Uh, as you can see here with our blueprint to give a lot of intelligence and information to the person you're talking to. So let's say you're in the boardroom and you now have this stunning keynote presentation and you're going to present your blueprint. You really want people to look at this and go, right, this person is on a whole different level. This person has not just got information. This person does not only have knowledge, This person has got intelligence that's packaged in a scientific way. That's why the blueprint is so important. That's why so many people sit for so long on the blueprint because they're trying to get it right. And I want to encourage you to not wait until the point where your blueprint is perfect because I know on this call, we have a few of our signature perfectionists here And what happens is you wait for it to be perfect before you take it to a boardroom or a keynote. I want to encourage you to take a version one and a version two and a version three. And in the process of building your blueprint, really see how people react. And what we're looking for here, we're looking for a wow reaction. We're looking for people going, This makes total sense to me. You looking for people going, this is incredible. You looking for people going, this is exactly what we've been looking for. If you achieve that with the blueprint, then you know you're actually on the, the right track. So the blueprint really is for people to take you more serious and for you to have more positioning and authority in the places where you showcase it. Another very important part of the blueprint is for you to actually Uh, give clarity to the client. You know, you have all this stuff in your head and, uh, you know, with the people we work with, the stuff in your head is usually genius, but the person who wants to buy your product and service have no idea what's going on in that clever head. They're going like, you know, I like you and uh, you've got a brochure here and stuff makes sense, sort of, but I'm not quite getting it. So the blueprint allows you to categorize and break down the intelligence and the genius in your brain so that your client can go, oh, the circle of excellence group of companies, they are in the industry of personal and professional development and the areas they focus on is prosperity, freedom and purpose, right? Okay, now I get it. So they help people to up their prosperity, they give people the freedom to do what they do, what, what what they want to do with who they do when. So they help them with scaling business. They give, they give them freedom formulas. And then, of course, purpose. They help people who has a very good purpose to take that message into the world and, and, and create an ecosystem. So, you know, if I didn't have this image with me when I'm talking from stage or in a boardroom, and I, imagine me trying to conceptualize with the use of words this to a person. Imagine me trying to explain to people what the circle of excellence companies St- group of companies stand for if I have uh, five bullet points. It just doesn't have the effect. And the reason why it doesn't have the effect is because I'm trying to convey a message of what we do to a client in a one-dimensional way. I'm doing it in a one-dimensional way. I'm saying, hey, yeah, um, my name's Lundy Jack. We're in the personal and professional development industry and we help people play a bigger game. That sounds great, right? But what does that actually mean? What does it actually mean? So I have to take it a level deeper by saying, but you know what, here's an image, here's the values that we touch on, which is prosperity, freedom, and purpose. And then I need to take it a third dimension deeper by saying, but this is not just us bringing intelligence and solutions to you. This is also me bringing my heart and soul and essence to you. And hey, look at my blueprint here. I'm into animals and Celtic knots. And the reason I am into this is blah, blah, blah. Here's my story. So I'm presenting a multi-dimensional solution to a client, which I can't do if I do not have this image by my side. So this blueprint, this image that I'm encouraging you to create becomes like a shield. It becomes like you in you in a battle And you're trying to win that battle by saying to your opposition, hey, why don't we talk? It's, you know, and hey, why don't we get on this? That's only one dimensional. That's only one dimensional. It becomes multi-dimensional if you have a, a shield, you have a sword, you have people around you, you have team, you have people who fight for your side, you have a good battleground, you've strategically plotted it out. That's why there's so many steps behind actually getting to the point where you have a blueprint. And then, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about color today and design as well. It's really important with your blueprint that you send a message to the audience that you're interested in. If you develop a blueprint that is Cherise Pink, you're going to attract a Charisse Pink audience. If you're going to develop a blueprint that is green, you're probably going to attract a well-being type of audience. If you develop a blueprint that's the colors of Google, you're probably going to attract a very fun startup entrepreneurial audience. So we need to look at the color and the design of your blueprint as well. Those are just some of the things that really Uh, are are the rationale and the meaning behind a blueprint. There's many, many more, but that is just to get us all here on the same page. So let's talk about the blueprint design. So many of you sitting on this call already has a concept. You already have a concept for for a blueprint. You have an idea. You may be grappling with what you want to put in there. And so we designed this checklist for you in order to be sure that you actually are covering all the areas. So Again, I'm just going to push this up a little bit, and then we're going to go into the checklist. So you're very welcome to take a a, a photo of this checklist if you're not making notes. Alternatively, you can go into the Octopus program, into Module 3, and you can actually go and download this in a PDF if that's your preference, or in an image to keep on your phone if you want to revisit it later. So... One of the things that I find fascinating is how many people design a blueprint and then give the blueprint a name at the very end. Whereas I want to really encourage you to think of the name of your blueprint in the beginning, because that can be the umbrella brand under which all the subcategories of your blueprint fall. Now, I get questions here like, Lundy, do I call my blueprint what I call my business, the answer is, yes, you can do that. You can be the circle of excellence group of companies and then have a circle of excellence blueprint because that's the 13-week program for your circle of excellence members. You might do it different. You might say, look, I'm the circle of excellence group of companies, but I am going to develop a, a product called Worldwide Business Intelligence. And under that product, I'm going to have a blueprint that relates to that sort of target audience. You can do that as well. So at the end of the day, you can have a main blueprint for your business that basically just helps clients get onto your page in terms of what is your overall offer. But once you have that main blueprint, nothing stops you from having that blueprint having babies. You can get your blueprint to have babies. You can have, for example, a blueprint like the one we have here. A uh, circle of excellence blueprint, and then you can have a blueprint for prosperity. You can have a blueprint for freedom, or you can have a blueprint for purpose. Or alternatively, you see here in our circle of excellence blueprint, we have four subcategories. Those four subcategory categories is four different companies that sits within this blueprint. So the wolf there is Ring of Steel Investments. It's it's a property company. Then you have in here Worldwide Business Intelligence, which is our Octopus online program. Then you have there the Dragon Year, which is the Global Expert Institute. And then you have here the Arctic Turn, which is our events company. So I can go to the Arctic Turn, the events company, and have a blueprint for our events company. I can go to the Octopus program and have a blueprint for the Octopus program. And this all sits under the umbrella of the Circle of Excellence group of companies. So here's an example of a blueprint who had babies, and the babies is slotting underneath it. So that means you can have a blueprint that represents the overall value proposition of your company. But you can also have a blueprint that represents the different products and services in your company. I do find it challenging if a person are developing blueprints for all the products and services, but they've not developed a blueprint yet for the overall company. So Many times people get so excited and they just they just do blueprints, right? There's just all this blueprint babies coming, but the main one is not built. I remember many moons ago uh, when I was a teenager, I was in my room and I was busy um, doing what teenagers do, writing in a book or I was listening to my music. Uh, it was tape recorders those years. <laughs> we had the tape recorder still and I think I just bought the tape for Rock Roxette. I think it was the first one I owned. I was, you too, I see Alex. I was so stoked with that tape. I loved it. And I was sitting listening to it. And the next moment, this massive spider walked into the room and she had this lump on her back. And I was just shooing towards her just to get her to sort of go out of the room and leave my room and go to my brother's room, not be in my room. And as she walked, started walking, the entire carpet was moving underneath me. And at that moment, I realized she just shed the entire egg on her back with all the little babies in it. And it was just crawling, all these little babies. And I was obviously screaming like a crazy person because this whole egg just dropped onto the carpet. And that is a strange analogy, but that's how your blueprint can be. You can have this stunning egg, and this egg holds all the intelligence but once you shape that egg these mini blueprints gets developed. This is very very powerful if you're going to do different products for different clients and it's also very powerful if you are sick of customizing So customizing means that you have a blueprint that is your main business blueprint but out of that blueprint clients is going to choose different projects. This is very powerful if you have a person with if you're a person who use your blueprint as an assessment so you do the main blueprint, you use it as an assessment. And what comes out is, oh, you know, based on the assessment you've done for me, I'm only going to focus on the prosperity part here of what you offer, but I'm going to do it within the octopus program. Then you start having babies. And if you have baby blueprints for your main blueprints, you're going to customize less because you've basically already came up with all the combinations of what can be wrong in a client's business. And so this makes proposals very easy for you because now you know this client has a dragon problem, so I have a blueprint for a dragon problem. This client's got an octopus problem, so I have a blueprint for an octopus problem as opposed to be the type of person who every time you get a new client, you have to customize over and over and over again. This decrease the value of your business. This makes your business less valuable because if you have potential buyers or investors in future, they're going to go, I can't buy a business where you as the owner have to customize all the time. Therefore, you've built a business that cannot be scaled. So that's why it is valuable eventually for you to have a main blueprint with baby blueprints. And uh, yeah, number one, they make sure you name this blueprint. Make sure you come up with a name that you TM that name. In other words, you put trademark behind it until such time that you can actually register that name. You'll do that if you are seriously about building a blueprint that has all your intellectual property in it. The second point there about the blueprint is, you know, in more conservative terms, your blueprint is actually a value proposition. This is something that's been used a lot of times in the insurance industry. What is the value you're proposing? And so what a lot of entrepreneurs do is we all go and develop products and services, but we've not thought of the value proposition yet. And so I'm going to keep on going back to this one because it's a good example. I would go and do a deal with Philippe and go, Philippe, you have to become part of our Circle of Excellence 12-month membership. And Philippe's going to go, yeah, pleased to meet you. Who are you? Why are you even talking to me? I don't know even where you're coming from. What's this program? So can you see the questions? So Philippe just has barriers on. He's like, who's this woman? And what is the Circle of Excellence 13-week program? And why is she talking to me about it? And now there's a, a amount and she wants me to buy. That is when your products and services is jumping the gun before you've spoken about a value proposition. So if I was to approach... Philippe with a value proposition, I would not have mentioned the Circle of Excellence program at all yet. I would have said to him, our value proposition, the value we can potentially bring into your life, Philippe, is we can help you to attain a life with prosperity. In other words, we can help you to build a business that's not only about profit. We will also help you to get to the point where you have more freedom in your business and your life. And otherwise, freedom to do what you want with who you want, when you want. And then I'll say, Philippe, from what you told me, you're a person who has a real message, a real purpose. And we want you to be able to take that purpose and build it into a product or into a business that express into products and services that help you take your message forward. That's how I'll open it. That's a value proposition. Note, I've not spoken about a product or service at all. And that is the power of the blueprint. This counts or this applies when you're on a massive stage and you're doing a keynote presentation you don't just go in there and go hi this is me you know i've arrived and here's the products and services that i'm going to offer you you'll have massive barriers up the blueprint help you to softly introduce your solution without getting into the hard stuff which is this is the products this is the products and services i actually want you to buy so because of that you want to consider your value proposition In your blueprint before you go into what your products and services. You can put products and services into your blueprint if you want to. I prefer a value proposition and then I prefer the products and services to be a separate blueprint or just mentioned uh, later down the line in the form of a stacked offer. What you also want to consider for your blueprint is you want to have a three-dimensional solution in your blueprint. Now, for those of you who's not familiar with the three-dimensional solution, that just means that you want to propose a blueprint to your potential clients that has three solutions in there. Monetary value, social value, or community community value, as well as technological value. We've used it in our overall circle of excellence blueprint we've used this year. so the monetary value we propose in our blueprint is prosperity so if you're not sure how to bring those three dimensions into your blueprint you can do it with the use of words that's what we've done you don't necessarily have to do it like that you may want to use use imagery or you may have yes you maybe have symbols in there that speaks to the three values or the three dimensions so the way we've done it we've said the monetary value, that we've built into our blueprint is we've built in their um, prosperity because we're going to show you how to make more money, right? Or how to save more money. So the, interestingly enough, the social community value we've built into the three words here is under purpose because we're going to help you to, as a circle of excellence member, to Hang out and be connected more with people who also has a purpose like you. So like-minded people, right? All across the globe. And then the freedom is the formulas we give you to be more free in your business. The freedom formulas, the technology that we're giving you. This is the how-to. The how-to is the freedom formulas, the step one to 10, the infographics, the, the knowledge, the intelligence that you need. So that's how we've built the three dimensions into our blueprint, but you can do it in a way that feels right for you when you build your blueprint. Then also what a lot of people love doing in their blueprint is building in the customer journey. That's when you have a blueprint and you have a client that sits in front of you and they have a lot of, but how exactly does it work? They want to know how step one, two, three, four going to work. Then what you build into your blueprint, and I'll show you now examples of this, then you put the customer journey in your blueprint. For example, you have the blueprint's name in the middle. And remember, we're now very practically today talking about design. You have the name, for example, in the middle. You have your three dimensions in the form of the three words. And then the journey is, when you work with me, step one is going to be this. Step two is going to be this. Step three. Step one, we're going to do an assessment. Step two, we're going to take you on a starter journey. Step three, if you have an online program, you also will put your Week one is this, week two is three, week four, three, four. It helps people to understand what is the actual journey they're going to go on with you. I'll show you examples of that. Then, of course, in your blueprint, and this is the part that's mostly missing for me in most blueprints, is you have to show your essence in your blueprint. We had an entire module on this. It's recorded. If you're not sure where to find it, Chris will show you the way if you're not sure where it sits on the playlist or if you don't want to scroll too much down on the Facebook Hub or if you don't know where to find it in the online portal Chris will show you but there's an entire entire module we did like this for an hour only on essence but many of these blueprints that pop out has a lot of intelligence in it. it has a lot of value proposition it looks like infographics but it doesn't show me your specific essence. And we need your essence in there because that's what's going to differentiate you. It's like a CEO sitting going, oh, okay, hello, Chris. You're going to do a health and safety solution for me. Here's your value proposition. Here's the 10 steps. That looks great. But uh, the person before you, had a real nice phoenix in their blueprint and they explained to me the rising of the phoenix and there was a story and I think from a cultural point of view that's more the thing in our business because it makes sense to us so if you don't have that symbolism that essence in there there's a very good chance that people who want to hire you are going to forget about you and even more importantly if you have a blueprint that only got I would say the left brain stuff in it which is circle of excellence, prosperity, freedom, purpose, and that type of stuff, that ignites the left brain, but it doesn't ignite the right brain. So people's just not going to remember you. So if I talk to one of you, if I talk to Dave and I say, Dave, we're going to take you into the circle of excellence group of company, we're going to give you prosperity, freedom, and purpose, Dave may go, yeah, that all sounds great. Uh, A little bit like everyone else Uh, Shall I do it or not? But then I'm going to start going into the symbolism of the blueprint. I'm going to say to Dave, Dave, look at the blueprint and look at the middle of what what do you see? And Dave's going to say, I'm, I'm seeing a compass or I'm seeing direction. Then I'm going to say to him, but Dave, all this intelligence we're going to bring to you has been sourced from the four directions of the earth. This doesn't come from another website. This comes from the four directions of the earth that we travel in order to bring you the best of the best, latest intelligence. And then I'm going to say, but Dave, look deeper into this blueprint. What do you see? And he may say to me, I see a shield. And there I'm going to talk about our protection of him, how we're going to love him, how he's not just going to be a client, how we're going to give him hugs and care for him and want him to be successful because we're shielding him. We're helping him to go to the next level without having to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And then I'm going to go into the animals. I'm going to talk about what the octopus stand for, the intelligence we're bringing, the travel with the Arctic turn, the power with the drag- dragon, and the pack mentality with wolf. And now things is unfolding for Dave. Now he's going, oh, this is not just a program oh, this is not just a membership thing that's going to help me with prosperity, freedom and purpose. There's so much more symbolism and layers and essence to this um, than many of the other programs. And that's what's really, really important that when you build this blueprint, that that essence e- express in there so that people understand who you are, so that there can be a values alignment between who you are and, and them. And so that... Um, uh, um, matching and mirroring process of mutual understanding is actually starting to take place where people step into your blueprint and suddenly feel super familiar uh, and they sit there and they go wow this feels good this feels like me i feel comfortable in this environment many people are scared to bring their essence into their blueprint and it's usually one of the biggest mistakes they make in terms of um being remembered Upping the price, being conversational and being relational in what you offer people. And I think that's what I'm trying to say is if you have a blueprint and there's only text in there but no symbolism, you're presenting your client with a very transactional blueprint. If you present your client with that text in there and intelligence plus the symbolism associated with your story, you're now presenting a very relational blueprint. And so we want both in order for you to hit the sweet spot and get the power. So, that's what I talk about in the next line when I say that your blueprint needs to have story value. You know, I like blueprints where people look at it and go, oh, what does that symbol mean? What does that stand for? That means your blueprint has story value. But if it's only an infographic, it's not going to give people that. Then when you look at the design of your blueprint, you want it to be multi-platform friendly. So, I, these days, like it when people build actual blueprints. So it's an actual blueprint that you can put on a table and you can touch it and feel it and interact with it. That may be in the form of a map. That may be in the form of an actual three-dimensional module, like you get an architecture. That may be in the form of some props that you put into the workplace. Um, But of course, uh, many of you go and build your first blueprint in a digital format. You just want to make sure that that blueprint can sit on your website, can sit on your social media, can sit on your printable brochures. Um, And so in the beginning of thinking of your blueprint, already think of the various platforms and places in which you're going to use it. Um, That doesn't mean you can't develop a blueprint and put it in a video that shows it in a three-dimensional way. You can get very, very creative with it. You can have a jacket, a corporate gift that have your blueprint on it. I mean, you can, the sky is the limit. You can take, uh, you know, Legos to people or blocks. And when you put the blocks together, your blueprint form, you can really do a lot of things. And um, the more creative you are, the more people's going to remember you. But Uh, we have to talk about the colors and we'll get to that later. Uh, Make sure that if you do a digital uh, blueprint, that it's print friendly, that if you're going to print it on clothing or brochures, whatever, that people can actually see the detail in there, especially for those of you who are building blueprints with lots of detail. Um, Lots of detail is not always easy for printing, but lots of detail always psychologically creates more questions with your target audience, which is something I like. So you may want to go for simplicity, like the blueprint I showed you in the beginning. It uh, it's it, it, The simple blueprint, like the one I showed you here, creates a lot of clarity for people. So it has value that it creates a lot of clarity. But if I want to, I can turn this blueprint into a very complex blueprint. So for example, I take this blueprint and I go and do a mind map around it. And I go and break down all the areas into more. If I do that... What I'm actually saying to the client is this is too complex for you to go and do it on your own. So let me rather take you on a journey, which is very powerful as well. So you can do a simple blueprint and then have a second slide that breaks it down into the complexity if you want to have the power of clarity as well as complexit- complexity and use both of that in the psychology of your sales. And then, of course, for some reason, I'm not reading their print friendly. I am keep on reading pet friendly. So your blueprint doesn't have to be pet friendly has to be print friendly. And then of course, I cannot emphasize this enough. Look, designers cost money, I know. But the difference in a person who's getting a blueprint designed on Canva by themselves, and the difference between a person who's getting a professional designer to design their blueprint is massive. It's massive. And so many times, you know, I get blueprints, which is really not at the standard or level that I want because you've designed it yourself. I don't have a problem with that if that's going to be the brief to your professional designer. But if you're going to take all this intelligence, all your years of experience, all your essence and put it in a poor design, you're leaving a massive amount of money on the floor. And the reason why you're doing it is that many of you are working from stage. Many of you are having a blueprint, goes into a boardroom. These are people that has professional designers around them. So they will immediately spot a Canva job. They will immediately spot that your uncle's son's nephew designed this blueprint for you. So I cannot emphasize enough the importance of you getting it professionally designed. We'll go into some options a little bit later on in terms of how you can do it. So let's quickly just revisit your essence again. For those of you who are not familiar with it, but um, these are just examples of how people have built their essences into blueprints. You know, there's no rules when it comes to your essence. I think that's the most important thing for me because it's very unique to you. And I've never, ever worked especially with a circle of essence member where the essence was not unique you know everyone had come up with something different you know your essence may be dragons and you really love dragons and you want to build dragon symbology in your into your blueprint when you have a dragon as an essence you want to consider your target audience you want to say will my target audience relate to dragons or do i need to tone the dragon symbolism down a little bit for corporate and this can be very very easily done if you have a esoteric audience there's no problem with putting a dragon in there i mean me and mike deliberately have a dragon in our circle of excellence group of companies because we want to attract more of a spiritual type of person and we've successfully done so i don't think i don't think i've ever had one person who's not in some way, open to have a type of spiritual conversation with me uh, in whichever format they feel comfortable with because that attracted us in, in the first place if you're working in corporate boardrooms and you're really worried that having a big fat dragon on your blueprint, because that's your essence, is going to be a problem, all you do then is you go and look for the symbol of the dragon. So you may find a nice Chinese symbol or Mongolian symbol or a, 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 a symbol that you can tell a story around it, but it's not that esoteric and not that spiritual and your corporate audience won't be put off that much by it. So so what I'm saying is don't just remove dragon out of your essence because you feel it's too esoteric. Just find another way to present that symbol in a way that's comfortable for a corporate audience so that you do not, in the beginning, make them go, oh, this is this is not my type of person. Maybe, you know, I'm just giving you examples here of what essences can be because it's so different. Maybe you have a huge interest in the Roman culture. Maybe all your life, you've been obsessed with the Roman culture and there's certain gods in the Roman culture that you relate to some of your content. So, you know, do not understand the power of archetypes and analogies. It's very, very strong for people. You can, I can move into the boardroom and say, hi, everyone. My name's Lundy. Today, I'm going to help you in the boardroom with an organizational design process. And the organizational design process includes three categories. The first category of the process is to actually go and find, you know, um, your your supply chain. We need to find out how you deliver to your clients. The second category is we need to understand the roles in your business, and the third category is to now design it into a hierarchy. You know, people's going to say, "Yeah, this is exactly what we want. Makes sense. What's the time?" have I had my muffin? I wonder what Derek is doing. I wonder what my, oh, let me just quickly send my wife a note. What are we eating tonight? Or, you know, that's what happens, but you can lose people. There's nothing wrong with your intelligence, but you are a little bit boring, right? People don't relate to what you're saying. They don't, they don't know how to apply that. They don't remember that. So now I'm walking into the same boardroom and I'm going, I'm going to today propose to you the value proposition for a revolutionary way in which you can do organizational design. But before I go into that, let me talk to you about the Roman culture, something that I'm very passionate about. Now, when the Romans built their empire, there was three principles that they really applied and that they looked into can you see how now already I'm relating my organizational design intelligence to something that has story and entertainment value for people that they can remember? And if some of that Roman story presented in my blueprint, there's a very good chance that I'm probably going to be chosen over the person who's only presenting an infographic. So that's why this is so important. You know, maybe you're a person who loves cocktails, Maybe you don't want to work with people who don't drink cocktails. Maybe you go, look, if I'm going to do business evening events and book launches and product launches, I'm not going to stand there um, and do it during a breakfast. I don't want muffins and coffee because I'm not a muffins and coffee person. I'm a person who likes to mix cocktails. So, because I love cocktails so much, I want to make sure that I attract people that love cocktails so that when I launch my blueprint, I don't drink water, I drink cocktails, because I want to have a fun life, right? So now you decide to, because of your love of cocktails, build a blueprint that explain the transformation of an individual by the different ingredients they need. So you use the cocktail as an analogy, you say, in order to build a good cocktail, we need colorant, we need alcohol, we need flavorants, we need all these things. And so, When I'm going to take you through my life coaching experience, let's say you use cocktails for life coaching, which some people may say is inappropriate, but it's to give you an idea of how this come together. You explain to your new life coaching client that if you're going to go on a process of transformation with me, we need three ingredients. We need colorant, we need alcohol, and we need um. You know, flavor. And in my blueprint for life coaching, we're going to, the colorants represent this, the flavor represents this, and the the alcohol represents this. So you need, for example, fun, you need color. You see, and that way you build a value proposition that makes sense to people who like to drink cocktails, because you're not attracting the people who are drinking coffee, you're attracting people who drink cocktails. Uh, Here's another one. I have some sort of anime character there. You know, a lot of people build websites and products in anime and in um, cartoons, and then they don't understand why they attract super playful people who doesn't necessarily like to implement. So you have to consider these things. If you want to attract super playful people or people who's into gaming or who's futuristic, you can use this. But if you don't want to attract those type of people, you're not going to build a blueprint with anime and cartoons in it and you're definitely not going to attract a robot that talks to people in a robotic form because that will attract the futurist. It's not going to attract the person who's more conservative. So you have to think of these things, right, in your blueprint. Um, and then I've given food there in this example, uh, a foodie. You know, if you have a, a program where you help people to lose weight or to eat more nutritional, you you might want to use a plate as a blueprint. And you might want to add all the different aspects of nutrition to that plate as part of your blueprint because you're attracting people who's interested in nutrition and good food and then I have castle there you know maybe that's something maybe you're in health and safety and you're teaching people corporates how to manage their risk and you can just talk to them about how to manage their risk or you can present them with a castle and explain to them how a castle protects themselves and manage their risk and therefore this is how you can Do it with your organization. So these are practical examples. I'm trying to make the blueprint very practical for you today. Um, So when you park on your essence, those are things that you want to consider. Graphic design options. Look, this is just how it works, right? You can have the best content in the world. And I see this many times. And I'm trying, people, I'm trying to be very sensitive to your feelings when you work with me. And go, look, this is okay, but I probably think you need a graphic designer. When I say that, my soul is actually screaming, please, please read between the lines. I'm trying not to hurt your feelings. It's looking crap. You need to go to a person who's professional because this is going to cost you a lot of money, right? So there's your cue. If I say to you, you probably need a graphic designer, I'm saying, you are packaging your years and years of experience and intelligence into this. That's how you're going to go into the boardroom. That's how you're going to go on stage. It's not going to look good. It's going to cost you a lot of money. Please don't try and do it yourself. Don't do it yourself unless you're Philippe and you're a stunning designer and you develop and design products for clients. Then of course, you're an expert. You're at that level. It's what you do. But For the rest of you in the school, don't do it yourself. You're not a graphic designer, right? So, and I'm not saying Philippe's a graphic designer, but he's an expert designer. He understand design in and out from a product design perspective. So you're not that. So get this professionally designed. If money is a problem, go onto Design Pickle. Get it designed onto Design Pickle. Share Share a membership with the other Circle of Excellence member. Go to Design Pickle and... Say you're going to have a month membership with Design Pickle, but you're going to share it with two or other circle of excellence so you can share the cost. Or if you don't want to go to Design Pickle, get a, share a graphic designer for a month. Use, find a way to put your resources together. But this is the way you package your blueprint is going to be ultimately the sweet spot. I can be working with you for months and months and months on your blueprint. And we can have the best intelligence there and we can have the best value proposition and the best symbolism if it's not going to be properly designed it's it's not gonna make any difference i mean if you if if i go and buy you a, a stunning pen that took me months and months and months to scout all over the world for you and it's beautifully engraved with your name on and i go and put it in a cardboard box like the first one there you know, there's no way you're going to actually give any value to the pen in the way you would if I go and I just put it in a proper packaging for you. So packaging is everything. People, there's very, there's many, all of you on this call who's super intelligent. You keep on packaging yourself in the way that you see there with the cardboard boxes, as opposed to packaging yourself. And that makes a difference. I've seen People taking deal after deal after deal after deal after deal. I'll be as bold as to tell you that a massive part of your cash flow problems is this. I can even talk to you about blueprints over and over again, whatever. This is one of the reasons because of the way you package. And this is not only going for what your brand looks like. This is not only going for how you package your blueprint. It's going for the way you dress as well. So those three things is immense. So do consider a proper proper graphic designer. So lastly, I'm just going to touch on some blueprint examples just to to sort of uh, get those creative juice going. Uh, This is the Worldwide Business Intelligence Academy. This is actually the Octopus online platform. This blueprint is obviously packaged for people who want clarity. That's why there's a lot of white in there. It's a simple blueprint. We've put in there basically the eight modules. It's nine. There's a bonus module, but we don't mention it um, only when we present it. Um, This is designed with the octopus in the middle so I tell the whole story about the octopus here that is the essence and the story value. And then also you see in here on the outside, I explain to people where the information and the intelligence come from I say to them, it's sourced from the four corners of the world. um, And you're not just learning information or intelligence we have in here cultural intelligence commercial intelligence creational intelligence and conscious and then I go into a whole story to explain it but if I didn't have this blueprint it wouldn't have given me that opportunity and then obviously there's a name here as well so this is now practical examples of after you've been through the blueprint checklist what a blueprint potentially can look like for you this is the Ace Adventure International School Blueprint Uh, You can see they've called their blueprint Epoch uh, for the education of potential optimization and competencies of humankind. They used the oak tree and druid symbolism here to explain to parents and investors how the child grows. They've also included their products in their blueprint, kindergarten, primary, secondary, and academy. And then they've included a journey in their blueprint. So the inner circle is we start your kids with curriculum, Then we go to experiential learning, which is the blue circle and the outer circle is the result of the learning, something you can do for your blueprints as well. One of my favorite blueprints, this one, very very well thought through. Uh, This is the Circle of Excellence Global Community Blueprint. So the first blueprint with prosperity, freedom and purpose was the group of companies, Circle of Excellence Group of Companies, but Circle of Excellence Group of Companies got Circle of Excellence Community uh, of which some of you sit in. So that is the blueprint for the community. So you can see we have the name of the blueprint. We we make it descriptive, it's a community. We have the program that you're going to go through. And then we have the program broken down. So this blueprint can be used in this as an assessment if you want to. And then you also have here uh, the four directions, which explains where it was sourced from. So uh, note the color on these blueprints. Note that, um, you know, all these blueprints have some sort of shimmer in them. Uh, This blueprint's got the silver in the middle. It's more focused at executive, um, you know, but also entrepreneurial. Note how this blueprint's got the colors for Mercedes-Benz in there. Um, the people that we're trying to attract with at this blueprint, the investors, the impact investors all seem to be drawing the as, driving Mercedes-Benz. So we use that as the color in this blueprint. So you have to really think about the color when you package, who are you packaging it for? Uh, this is obviously developed for uh, premium clients. That's why you have the gold and the black. The black gives authority. The gold is premium Note, we've used gold here because we do not necessarily want to attract with this blueprint corporate clients. If we were going to attract corporate clients with this blueprint, I would have changed the gold to silver. So silver is more for the corporate clients. Gold is more for the, uh, you know, expressive, creative, uh, holistic type of client. Uh, I would almost say more of a this type of client has more the potential for celebrity and influencer, Whereas if it was silver, it would have been more uh, targeted at a program at executive level in a corporate environment. This is Liv Convlin, a UK Entrepreneur of the Year, her blueprint. You can see she's also using the authority colors of um, black and then definitely goldier. She's not necessarily targeting a corporate environment. She's targeting a high net worth premium female to take through the thought leader method. Um, And so that's what her colors is about here. You can see she's used in her blueprint also three power words. And then she's basically put it into subcategories. So if she wants, she can go and develop a whole separate blueprint for positioning, which has niche, pitch, and brand in there. She can do the same for profiling a person as well as for the offering part of it. And then this blueprint uh, belongs to Sufila Good. She's the energy guru. And you can see that her blueprint is developed with the tree as her essence as well. She explains. The, the, the process of the tree, she does that stand on stage because for her it's also very physical what she's teaching people. And then you can see she has two levels in her blueprint. She has in a blueprint what she helps people with, which is mind health, emotional health, all those things. And then the outcome after they've been through a program would be balanced body language. So obviously this blueprint can be used for Sue as a keynote, it can be used as an online program, It can be used as a membership program. It can be used as a workshop. It can be used as a training and development program. It can even be used as chapters in a book. So you see what happens if you have a real good blueprint, that blueprint starts to express in all the areas of your business. And you can see with the green in there, she's more attracting a person or an audience that's interested in well-being. But we do have this subtle silver and black in there in order for her to be able to up her price. If we didn't have the subtle silver in there and we turned the black into white, she wouldn't be able to charge as much as she does or attract the right audience. And that is my story. So recommended activities, just going to sort of move it over here. Recommended activities that you might want to consider after today is, sorry, I'm just getting... Something out of the way. It's like a picture of my of you all is all over the content. Okay, so if you want to actually go and take this content today and really start implementing, I always try and give one or two things so that you sort of know where to start. So spread marker pens, sticky notes, and blank posters on a big table and start playing with the concept by sketching your blueprint. I cannot emphasize this enough, a sketch, how powerful a sketch is. Many people would come back to me when we're in the beginning of a blueprint with something they've designed on Canva as a start. There's nothing wrong with it, but I sometimes think a sketch is more powerful. A sketch with highlighters and you sketching the form of your blueprint or the symbol. And I've given you round blueprints here as an example. They don't have to be round. You can do anything. You can do a blueprint in the form of a house You can do it in the form of a body. You can do it in the form of a computer or iPad. You can do it whatever relates to your industry and that other people can identify with. Once you've done a sketch, get version one of your blueprint professionally designed and go and test it with your target audience. It's almost more important that you do that that come to me because I'm not your target audience. It's almost more important that you have a first cut. And of course, you're going to send me a blueprint and go, Landy, what do you think? And I'll tell you, this is great. This is not so clear, blah, blah, blah. But a first cut of your blueprint and you having it on stage Showing it to people, or you taking it to a boardroom, showing it to people, and test the reactions is the most important part because then you can come back to me and say, Landy, I tested this with the audience. This was positive and this didn't go down very well. So test and measure, test and measure, test and measure, measure. Many of you that's not in corporate anymore, forget how important that is. In a corporate setup, it doesn't change when you become an entrepreneur. You still have to test and measure. So with that whole story, we have a few minutes left. I want to stop wow. the share you now so that any of you who have a question for me can actually put that question on the table. Anything that you're unclear about, we have five minutes left. So anyone that want to ask me, please feel welcome to do that. Awesome. Thank you, Lundy. I think that was so informative. Um, actually, Alex has a question on the, the Blueprint name to ask if you... If you're global, do you trademark in multiple locations? You do, Alex. But you know what? I wouldn't do that first. I would first go and say, look, let's just tackle Europe, right? Let's tackle (laughs) Europe. If you feel you have a name for a blueprint and you're onto something in your industry worldwide, it's very small, and you know someone's going to take that and steal that, yes, you have to globalize and you have to do it for various locations. But for this, I'll recommend you go and see a proper... Um, uh, lawyer and that you talk to a proper lawyer so that they can give you a proper legal advice that's based on your situation. I sometimes find people have globalized it too quickly um, and then paid too much money too quickly. And then on the other hand, I have found even though people are, uh, you know, the globe is big, the industry is small. So if your industry is small and everyone knows each other, you probably want to do it global from from Go One. But I'll recommend you go and chat to a, a proper lawyer. Uh, We, for certain products, like if you talk about the circle of excellence group of companies, that's something that we would trademark globally, but the babies that our product and services have, we don't always immediately go global. We test it in markets first. Anyone else, Chris, or anyone who would just want to unmute themselves or ask a question? That was very clear, very very inspiring again. But um, now it's, it's time for action it's time for action you know if you can actually what makes me the happiest is when these blueprints pop out and again they don't have to be perfect they should be beautifully designed I think sometimes when I've said they don't have to be perfect people get they don't have to be beautifully designed that's what I'm saying they have to be always beautifully designed but the content you know and what you have in there and the symbolism and how you test it with people that that's going to keep on morphing and morphing and morphing so if there's no more questions, I hope you all found it useful. I, I hope you have a fantastic week and uh, very soon we'll be hitting the road again and start traveling. So there will be a lot of action online. And, um, you know, for those of you on this call, that's uh, South African, we, we 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 still use this as our home home base. Uh, we don't have New Zealand on the call, but we'll be very uh, soon hitting New Zealand and Philippe will definitely be in Australia towards uh, the end of the year. So, Yes, looking forward to see you all soon. Hope you have a fantastic week and lots of, lots of love from both me and Mike. Bye Linda and bye Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you everyone, cheers.